The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. Thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate it. This is our third Very Loose Women show in the pub. Some of you are diehard listeners and know everything about us. And some of you, maybe this is your first time hearing Very Loose Women, let alone being here with us. In which case, I'm Leo. (laughs) I'm Emma. And I'm Catherine. And we've been doing Very Loose Women on Resonance FM for three years. But actually, our bond goes back much further than that. Ten years ago, we started doing Very Loose Women as our kind of female chat show on our university's radio station. Basically, we've been oversharing for about 10 years. And the purpose of the pub show is that it's a fundraiser for Resonance FM. Resonance FM is a community radio station. We broadcast in dozens of different languages, and it aims at giving a voice to people who are underrepresented in mainstream media. And it aims to be as diverse as London is itself. It also trains volunteers, gives people access to radio who wouldn't otherwise be able to do it. So we love the station. We want the station to keep doing more of that. And it operates on a shoestring budget. So any donations that you can give tonight, we have a collection tin. And to kind of compensate you, we've got loads of cake and hopefully you'll have a good time as well. We have two fabulous people supporting us this evening. We have Sarah Nichol who is an engineer and a DJ. She DJs under the name Nana Nickel. We also have Millie, who's volunteering as well, and is our roaming mic. So, as we said earlier, audience participation is strongly encouraged, if not mandatory. The first topic, so we do regularly do this topic called Gripe of the Week, um, which occasionally is Grope of the Week, but not today. Today we're doing Gripes. Unless anyone's had a particularly good grope this week. My gripe is actually some recent visitors. They moved into my house two days ago, I think. They they might have been there for longer. Afi, you can confirm that. Afi lives with me. So they're mice. They are really noisy. So I've been vegetarian for about a year now, and I used to be a mousetrap person, and I, I don't know how to go about killing mice as a vegetarian. So I invited tomorrow afternoon, a neighbor is coming around, and she has a cat called Marvin, and... Hopefully, yeah. You kill them with kindness. That's what What? vegetarians do. I'm starting to stack a whole pile of books next to my pillow before I go to bed so I can chuck them on the floor if they're being too noisy and they get a bit scared. They quiet down and I can fall asleep. They're kind of like growing to that and it doesn't scare them so much anymore. Like it doesn't matter how big the book is now and they just... They just stay there rustling around. I emptied my bin so they made less noise. How many do you have? I don't know. They're really noisy. I, there might be few of them and then they just make a lot of noise. But anyway, Marvin's coming around tomorrow. He's staying for like three hours. Hopefully he'll sort out the problem in that time. Is it, is it still kind of counter to vegetarian values if the cat kills the mice? No. Are you going to eat the mice? No. <laughs> Definitely not. So that with that question. Catherine... Yeah, I've got a bit of a gripe. So people who know me well and have lived with me, like we have Britannia and Vince, uh, they've lived with me, Emma's lived with me as well. They'll know that I'm really bad at like making my own dinner and taking a packed lunch into work. I'm one of those people that seems to spend about 25 quid in Pret-a-Manger a day. I don't know what happens. I'm eating like three meals out or have, you know, takeaway. I don't know. So I've been trying to kind of turn over a new leaf this year and make my own meals. And for the first time in a month, I made myself a delicious dinner and a packed lunch for the next day. And that is the very day earlier this week, I'm fine now, that I came down with winter vomiting virus. So yeah, the first time in a month I finally made something and obviously, you know, it came all back up and I couldn't eat the packed lunch. So that's gone mouldy in the fridge. So I'm very upset about that because, well, it was just it was just highly upsetting. <laughs> obvious why you're upset. Yeah. 
My other major gripe is that I've gone back on the pill for the first time in about 10 years. It seems to be going okay, but I'm just bleeding a little bit every day. How do you deal with that? Like, it just ruins your Any day. Any doctors in the house? You can't, like, use a conventional you know, sanitary technique, but it's enough to ruin... I have lots of white underwear for some reason. So, yeah, exactly. So, Lucy's just mouthing panty liners at me. Over no and over and over again. panty liners. Like, I haven't bought them for about 15 years, and I don't want to be wearing a panty you know liner what? every day. Just bleed. Just, just bleed. I'm wearing fine. blue and white trousers. I don't... So Always anyway, wear black. That's these the are my rule. two gripes. I feel like I've had a trying week. <laughs> I've also got a healthcare-related gripe. A couple of people in here know about it. I asked their advice. Um, earlier on, I had like a little spot, Taha knows, I had a spot, people over there know, I had a spot on my lip and I was like, is it a spot or is it a cold sore? And I really didn't know. I did some internet research. It wasn't helpful. Dr. Taha said, not a certified medical doctor, Dr. Taha (laughs) said, it looks like a spot and it's going. So I think it was just a spot. But let me just say that over 50% of the population has herpes and it's nothing to be ashamed of. I think it's a spot. It looks like a spot to me. What do you think, audience? It's a spot, right? Thanks, everyone. Does anyone have a gripe that they want to contribute? Or is it so, yeah, any sort show? of mini issue that you've been having in your week or in your life? No matter how trivial. Lucy, you've got one. Yeah. Lucy, for those of you who don't know, is a very loose woman as well. So We're all very I, loose women here. <laughs> who isn't? I was a very loose Well, no, I'm still quite... No. Anyway, this is not the most interesting gripe, but it is bothering me at the moment. Everything I'm watching is on a mid-season hiatus. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Seriously. Are they all right, American guys? shows? Yeah, they're all shit as well. But I, that, like, this is my time filler, and it's on a mid-season hiatus, and this is my week off. So that's frustrating me a little bit this week. I've got a remedy to that. Get into the shows that were broadcast a decade ago, and you can never end. Do you have any recommendations? I like the popular sitcom Friends. That's my suggestion. <laughs> Thank you. Any other gripes from the audience? Oh, oh Ariane has a solution for my gripe. Which gripe? That's an unusual segment. The winter the vomiting gripe or no. the panty lining gripe? Mm, second one. Oh, okay. This week I did research on the lunette. I've, I see some nods, so I don't need to. What's a lunette? Like the moon cup. It's a moon it's a, cup. It's yes. a moon cup. Okay. Yeah. Appropriate for any time. Mm. <laughs> but especially when you're menstruating. <laughs> or just a little bit. But, or just a little just bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. I've never heard it called a lunette. Oh, a lunette I thought that's either. what it was called. I think that it's because we're French that we put you think that. But it's a good... I understand where they got the name, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> does anyone have any questions about where that name com- came from? <laughs> the no, next wonderful. section, um, I guess it links in. So an embarrassing thing that we realise now is wrong, but we were very old when we realised that we didn't know it. Does that make any sense? I think people might still be confused. (laughs) Okay, so something that it took us ages to work out. So, like, for example, for a long time, I would read the words misled and ori in that way. Can you guess what words she's actually reading? But then I realised that when I was hearing them, people were actually saying misled and awry. And... (laughs) And it took me quite a long time to like link up that spelling with that sound. But you actually misled is so much better. I know it is. It's a better word. I'm glad like that you're in a tiz. You're misled. Yeah, I'm so misled about. It. it hit me right in the face. I was so misled. Yeah, I mean it works better. Anyway, what what did you what did it take you too long to find out about? God, I ha- I actually had like a list of like ten things. My dad's from Belfast, right? And it was only when I was 22 that I realised that Sinn Féin wasn't a person. So that was one issue. 
Uh, Hezbollah, I thought was a place until I was again about 22, and I like studied history. What about Nigeria? Oh God, yeah. I've, how do I fit that one? So yeah, okay. This is really embarrassing, but <laughs> it came up in my office. I work for a charity that works predominantly in Africa, and in my East Africa, and in my office, we do a Friday quiz. And, um, and you often win that, don't you? I often win it, but I've had some really upsetting some losses big as well. Yeah, and one of them, the answer was like the answer to the question. I can't remember what it was, but it was Niger. And I was like, God, I hate it when people say Niger and try and be really pretentious and just use the French pronunciation for Nigeria. <laughs> and everyone was like, Oh my God, <laughs> you you went to SOAS. <laughs> But I didn't do um, geography GCSE, so I feel like that kind of um, allows these sort of glaring errors that I've been making. I've got two things that I'm actually still confused about. So it's not that I've reached an advanced age and now I finally understood them. I still don't know. Maybe people can help me. I don't know the difference between into and into. Is, that, is, there, is there a difference? <laughs> and also, Does anyone have an answer yeah. to that? Oh, what, what is do you want to tell me? You're an English do teacher. We, you really we want can to tell we me. get a roaming mic over to teacher Robin? Into is a preposition. Into is like when you're, Going you're describing. In. No, wait a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Not as easy as you thought. Go on, go on. Like, into <laughs> is in a preposition, so it's like. <laughs> can I just say something? <laughs> maybe maybe the two comes along with a verb. Like I'm, no no, it's a place. Isn't it? Like I'm going into the castle. Into run. Yeah, we, we actually don't know. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I'm happy that no one knows. Right, but it was interesting hearing you use that word because I think I taught you what a preposition was. So I thought it was going to come full circle, but... Oh. Does anyone um, else know? No one no. knows. Okay, so thanks, guys. Um, and the second thing that I think I am going to learn the difference is a turtle and a tortoise. And hold on, because I think I know. Because I've just started learning sign language, and this, sorry, this is not very good for radio, this is a sign for turtle, because it lives in the sea, and it goes like that, and this one is tortoise, like Blue Peter. Okay, I think I have that one down. Are there any gaping errors uh, that the audience took a long time to realize? I've also remembered another one from oh. Catherine, if I, if I might say. Just because, I'm sorry, but it's like, I love a mispronunciation, and I think this is very sweet. There's little shoes that um, maybe you might think of like a Native American person wearing. What are those called? M- Macassins. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. It was really mean. I mean, I I'm can sorry. think of another one that all three of, um, so Emma, Leo, and erstwhile Fraley's women, Lucy. How do you say a group of islands? Oh. Archipelago? Oh, well done. She got it I've in been one. practicing. I knew that might come up today. What, so. what did we think it was? I always knew what it was. Um, <laughs> does anyone else want to admit anything they really didn't know and maybe they now know or maybe they're still confused about and, you know, one of us can help them? Yes, oh, thank yep. you. Two people over here. Amanda, what is uh, your hello. thing? Um, so when I was in sixth form, um, the blood donation people came to our school and I asked one of my friends, so how many times can you give blood? And he was like, oh, what do you mean? I was like, you know, because we've only got a certain amount of blood. So there's only a certain amount of times that we can give blood. And he just started laughing at me. And I realized for the first time that apparently we don't, that's not how we work. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us. Maybe not embarrassing for the general population not to know, but I was brought up Muslim. And 
Uh, I was off one day, and in RE, they studied all the different branches of Islam you can practice, and I had, up until that point, not realized that there, there were any. I thought you were just a Muslim or not. And I was asked the next day by several people in the class whether I was a Sunni or a Shia, and I had absolutely no idea. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever find out? I did. I went home the, that very day and, like, yeah, and asked. It turns out I was a Sunni, by the way. <laughs> Cool. Oh. I don't know. I didn't know, know the right response. So I kind of did a ooh and a yeah at the same time. Well, if you're a Shia, you wouldn't like me. <laughs> Anyone else? Oh, yeah, at the back. We've got one at the back. It's not a personal one, um, sadly, but I've come across a lot of, lot of people recently who think a respite home is spelt rest bite. <laughs> I, I mean, someone in the audience who might have thought that as well. <laughs> like, <laughs> think that. Bite, like biting like, a cookie. As in, like, uh, I don't know, a rest. You go for a bite to eat. Or... You're resting to I d- eat. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, a lot of people seem to think that. Oh, mm-hmm. But it's not you, sure. Not me, just a <laughs> lot of people. Okay, we've got one down there, Marcos. I still don't know what that is. The rest bite? <laughs> <laughs> now you've just confused everyone. For the longest time, I don't know why. Is there a thing about cask ale? Yeah. So cask ale, I, I honestly thought cask was related to meat or to like like the like I don't know how to pork? say like the remain of a of a carcass of a, of, yeah exactly oh, okay. so I thought carcass ale so I thought that ale was made of I mean that had meat on it for do you think you enjoyed time. it did you enjoy it more or less when you thought that no I was like it doesn't taste anything like anything related <laughs> you still to went meat. for it I was though. like how is this happening is it like I didn't know so eventually I found out I had nothing to do and Cascale is just a container is it or something no one knows yeah, so there you go that's, uh, that's it anyone else Oh, oh yes. For a long time, I thought everyone was saying straight and narrow. Turns out they were saying straight and narrow. Wait, oh, you, you thought they were saying what? Arrow. Straightened arrow. A straightened. I that was a wonky sense. arrow. That makes sense. I think that and makes sense. Now I'm a yeah. straightened arrow. Oh. So I was like, of course, yeah, yeah. That's and, a good one. Yeah. Can it, I just say, it growing up in two cultures, ago. it happens a lot. These yeah. things, but as well. this really—it was, I think, maybe two summers ago that I was like, wait, what did? What did you just say? That's actually referred to as an egg corn because um, it sounds similar, but and it kind of means something that could mean what? the same thing. Egg like, for corn. example, people think Alzheimer's disease is called old timer's disease, <laughs> and it makes sense. And it makes sense. Do they? <laughs> Some people do. Not not me. Egg corn, egg corn. Obviously, are egg shaped and they give birth to oaks. Yes. So an egg corn, egg corn. Thank you for that clarifying statement. Okay, and one final mini section. Yeah, so the final mini section before we move on to Valentine's. Exactly, a corn cross with an egg. You've got it. Egg corn. (laughs) It looks like an egg. They look amazed. They look really amazed in that corner. You're like, oh my God. (laughs) Amazed. Not so. Thanks. We're talking about corn. So the last bit, this is another regular section on Very Loose Women, which is mini celebrations. Mine is just that I'm not sick, and I'm very grateful for that. (laughs) Wonderful. Mm. Catherine? Mine is that I'm finally going to the new forest, and most people maybe wouldn't be that excited by this, but I read Children of the New Forest when I was eight, and I watched the TV adaptation, and I really loved it, and I've always wanted to go, and now I'm, like, 29, and I'm going on my first trip, and I'm just really excited, like, you know, there's ponies and stuff. It sounds great. I think we can all relate to that one. (laughs) My mini-celebration is some people might have seen this happen actually this week this week I went on a come correct condom distribution training course and I successfully for the first time ever put a condom on 
in public onto a fake phallus, obviously. Um, and my other mini celebration. Thank you. Can you can you say sexual the name? health is really important? Can you say the name of that again? It's called Come Correct. <laughs> now I can hand out condoms to anyone over thirteen. <laughs> What's also correct then? <laughs> you can figure that out. Um, and my other mini celebration is that it's not just the three of us in this room. So happy. Thanks, yeah, guys. me too. Yeah, Thank thanks, you, guys. Yeah. Does anyone else have a mini celebration apart from the obvious fact of being here, which is a great thing? Yay! Yes, Liv. I made um, Valentine's cookies last week and I sold them at work. And today I worked out I raised seventy pounds for UNICEF. Oh, that's yeah, very that nice. Really I'm really chuffed about that. Really Congratulations. Talking of fundraising. I'm talking of baked goods. <laughs> We've got a collection tin right here and £70. That's the bar we're going to beat. Thank and you. lots of cakes. Mm-hmm. We have three cakes. <laughs> Anyone else want to celebrate? Because you guys were quite low on gripes, so I assumed you were really happy and you're just in the middle, middling, neutral. Doesn't that's matter good. how... Uh, miniature your celebration is i've got wi-fi in my room for the first time since we moved in like two oh. months ago and oh. i um, can i add on to nice. that Ooh. that feels good i think that might also boost my wi-fi in my room so thank you taha <laughs> can i just say one of my wi-fi less periods during the wi-fi era was one of the best times in my life so i hope you use those two months wisely i, th- I did you did not that's okay <laughs> okay so as Catherine said at the start we've been doing a show on and off since I think 2006 yeah and one of our kind of standout collective memories is Leo trying to figure out what is a date queries such as like if you bump into someone and you don't really know them but they're all right you don't really like them and you end up going to Costa together because they need to charge their laptop and you get a drink is that a date <laughs> 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 okay, well, I'm, sh- I'm not sure I managed kind to answer... Kind of unanimous there. I'd, there were some murmurs of confusion. Um, I'm not sure I managed to answer that specific question tonight, but especially as we just had Valentine's Day, we thought we'd be taking a look at first dates, worst dates, best dates, weirdest dates, and data cat. Does that work? It definitely works. Thank you. Yeah, okay. yeah why Thanks not? So before we kick off, I thought we would talk about to this year's Valentine's Day, because it was just last week. So personally, what I did is I had pancakes with my sisters. My sister cut my hair. She's in the room. Thank you. Excellent um, job. Good job. Very professional. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was my Valentine's Day. Someone is definitely trying to come in the room. Oh, my God. We're literally locked in. Oh, my God. I'm not going to say I planned this, but I planned. Oh. Jenny. Oh, hi. Just in time to talk about Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. That was a terrifying <laughs> moment. Don't shut it. No, Don't no. It. What did you two do for Valentine's Day? Catherine? Uh, so Valentine's Day actually was my first ever date with my new boyfriend. Um, we haven't been on a date yet, but Valentine's Day, we had a lovely time. And we went, it was kind of almost like cheesy romantic. He's not here, so I can say that. But um, we... Spent the day going round John Keats's house near Hampstead. So the house where he wrote most of his poems is by Hampstead Heath. We did a tour round and the tour guide read out poetry while we were there. So it was really lovely, very nice. I went on the Heath and then we went for a roast dinner. But that was our first date a few months in. Um, I guess my Valentine's Day, I'm not sure. People can correct me if I'm wrong. But I think also pancake related. Mm. I made pancakes with my love interest. Um, and I actually ended up crying because he thought I wasn't as excited as, I, as he was and he was sad, so I cried. He then tensively and accurately questioned if perhaps I was a little premenstrual, and that was accurate, so well done. <laughs> um, so 
that was my Valentine's Day. Does anyone want to contribute what they did for Valentine's Day? Are there any stories that... Any lovers in the house? Super romance or aching loneliness? I unfortunately spent Valentine's Day in a police cell, but it wasn't ideal, but actually it was kind of like slightly romantic because it meant like like my partner brought me a book and it was like, I don't know, it was kind of sweet in like a lot of ways. I think it was better than any like planned Valentine's Day in that sense. Yeah. That uh, actually leads quite nicely onto my most memorable Valentine's Day. We've got another we've got one, one at the back. We also, have, like to just make the point. I'll come back no, to that. No charges were filed. Woo! I just have a point of information that I only learned last week as well. So basically the 14th of February is not only known as Valentine's Day throughout the world. In Mexico, it's named as the Day of Love and Friendship, oh. which is really nice. And then in Finland, it's actually called Friends Day. That's a much better day. So it's just, it's basically just like friendship and affection day. That's nice. Really I like, pal- like Palentine's or Galentine's Day. Yes. Mm. Although actually officially Galentine's Day is the 13th of February. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Robbie Williams' birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Did not know that. No. I like that idea much better, having a friendship day than a Valentine's Day. I think that's nice. Hi, well, I, I'm a, a doctor, so I was working nights on Valentine's Day, unfortunately. Um, closest I came to um, anything romantic was a difficult catheterization. <laughs> <laughs> How did it end? <laughs> Pretty well. Bought me dinner. <laughs> most memorable one, then. Can I say this now? I yes, you may. So my most memorable one was going to a flotation tank. It's actually... It was ac- because I'd never done... It was like our first relationship... In our relationship, it was our first Valentine's Day, and he had the idea to go to to a flotation tank, and it was actually a really good idea. Of like, I like the kind of irony of it of like, oh, we're sitting in different rooms, lying in the dark, naked, but not together. Like, I think that that's kind of sweet, <laughs> but it is. It's a day. I thought it was very thoughtful. Oh, Ooh, what's a flotation, what tank? Is flotation tank? Oh my god, good question. So weird. They're like, so you go. It's like a kind of spa environment, but instead of going into a spa, you go into a lukewarm water, and you, it, the lid closes on you, and you just sit in a kind of bathtub for fifteen minutes or maybe longer. I have no idea because you lose all sense of time. It's really weird, and you get free earbuds, so you can clean your ears afterwards. Guys, free earbuds. <laughs> Great. And then, yeah, and then last year, last Valentine's Day, I just gave him a piece of string. Why? There's more to that story, I think. Yeah, and then we broke up like two two months after <laughs> because that. Because of the string? No, I didn't think was it was because of the string. What was the string? First of all, the flotation tank, and then the we, we just went downhill from the flotation tank. Yeah. Why, why the string? Well, it was like, oh, here, this is on the desk. Have this. <laughs> it could have been anything. Yeah, it could have been. But it was just like, oh, look, we're consciously not acknowledging Valentine's Day. It was in a cute way, I think. Maybe it was the last cool. straw. Um, <laughs> My most memorable one is um, from when I was 14. It was actually also, um, so I'm slightly jumping ahead topics, but the first time I ever got asked out, um, when I was 14... Martin from my form at lunchtime on Valentine's Day they were selling heart-shaped cookies that were half pink icing kind of covered and he appeared with one at my lunch table and said will you go out with me I love you it had a little thumbprint (laughs) on the icing where he touched it um so anyway highly romantic we went out for two weeks then he dumped me because I was frigid Really shocking. How I know, I was 14. I was like, I'm not going around the back I of the I remember learning what frigid meant at 17. It ended badly, but we did go so out again two years later. 
And I was still frigid, so it ended <laughs> Um I don't know that I've had that many memorable, apart from like the massive tears this year. But um, I do remember <laughs> once receiving a Valentine from an ex-boyfriend. We'd already broken up, but he thought it'd be nice to make me something. And it was like really, had a big glittery heart on it. And he wrote the word throb, so I guess like heart throb. Kind of disgusting, but I kind of <laughs> liked it. And it was kind of full of like a very platonic, like it used the word platonic several times in, in the message. Um, <laughs> which I guess is nice. Um, and in exchange, I got him a Vin Diesel calendar, which I think is, yeah, it kind of works. I think I remember that calendar. It was a great calendar. Yeah. Someone in the audience had a memorable Valentine's Day to share. I'm sure I saw a hand go up. Memorable or... Oh, yeah. Oh, oh sorry. A question. Uh, yes, Catherine. Earlier oh, yeah. you said um, you spent this Valentine's Day with the person that you've been seeing, but it was your first date. Um, yeah. Which... What is a date? I know. Exactly. Um, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead. Great. People are scratching their heads on that one. I mean, was it that it wasn't the events were organised in advance, this thing that you did on Valentine's Day? Or is it simply that you hadn't actually been outside in the two (laughs) preceding months with this person? Um, What activities had you been engaging in that weren't dates? (laughs) I think we're grappling with what activities myself and my new boyfriend have been engaging in indoors. indoors. Mm. No, 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 no. (laughs) That's quite the opposite of what I'm asking. I don't want to know about Um, those activities, Catherine. I want to know what you've been doing other than that for two months. Nothing. And, well... (laughs) I... So, going on to our... I think we can segue into our main topic of dating from this, maybe, and what is a date, what isn't a date. And maybe this is a useful kind of anecdote to get us started on some of those topics. But we haven't really been dating because we've been spending so much time together just like That's in the house date. listening to music doing stuff What's and we have lots of friends in common so when we've been going out we've just been in a group or whatever and then we've been spending a lot of time cooking dinner eating in like you know we might meet at the pub after work but it's not like it's a formal date are you saying okay. it's not a date if there are other people there yeah. Ooh. Ooh. what about a double date or a triple so these are all questions that we're going to be talking about after the 15-minute interval, which actually starts now. Um, <laughs> Get ready, guys. It's now. So, um, yeah, start so, thinking about so it. So I'm also going to re-mention the vegan cakes over there. And also, more importantly, the donation pot, which is... Yeah, next making to, its way around, maybe? Which is next to the vegan cakes. Whatever you can afford. And... If you can't afford anything, there's lots of ways you can get involved in resonance. There are loads of events. Just listening, tuning in, and sharing details about this. Retweeting station. our show. Yeah. So thanks very much so far. Out of reach, it's 
still alive drawing of a peach I'm the tulip and the cup I stand no chance of growing up I've made my peace I'm dead I'm done I watch you live to have my fun program was brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Visit our website at resonancefm.com to hear our vast range of original 24-7 broadcasts. Resonance is a not-for-profit broadcast platform and relies on public support. If you like what you've heard, make a secure donation at resonancefm.com.